This is Winging It. It's the somewhat whimsical, certainly worrying, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. And this show happens in between both proper to ensure you can spend anywhere from 15 to 180 minutes with us every week. So this time, I want to let you know that I came up with a topic that I find interesting, sad, a bit macabre, but interesting. And, you know, I don't shy away from things that are creepy. So this time we're going to be talking about stars, some musicians, some, you know, actors and things who died in almost the exact same way. Wow. Very creepy shit. So... Interesting. Now, one of the the first ones I'm going to mention, and just let me know if you can think of any other ones or if these strike you as being really creepy. The first one is perhaps one of the most creepy, and it's Whitney Houston and Bobby Christina Brown. Oh, oh, um, I've forgotten what that similarity was, but I, I did hear about it. So Whitney Houston, as we know, sadly died February 11th, 2012, um, unresponsive in a hotel bathtub. So she had drowned, right? And Bobby Christina was also found submerged in a bathtub, um, and she was rushed to the hospital, but passed away after a long coma. So both she and her mother died in almost the same way, about three years apart. Wow. Super creepy, super horrible. I mean, I'm sure, you know, in Whitney Houston's final moment, she wasn't thinking, my daughter's going to die similarly in a few years. She's thinking... If I've got to go, at least my daughter's okay, you know, and for her daughter to die in almost the same horrible way. Both of them probably, thank God, probably kind of oblivious to the whole thing, you know. Probably. Yeah. One can only hope. I just yeah. worry. I always worry about the first the few minutes right before, mm. you know, and there was some sort of drug sis- yeah. situation. So hopefully they were in euphoric place. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they were probably, you know, just completely unaware of the whole thing. I can only hope. I, but, can, I can hope, you know. But I mean, so drowning. creepy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, drowning is one of that's the worst a, ways. That's I a can. terrible similarity. Isn't I mean, it horrible, mother and daughter? Yeah, three years. I just can't wow. even. I mean, there was no way you saw that coming. I mean, I apologize, but you thought that maybe Bobby Brown would go first because yeah. he's such a mess. Yeah. But so horrible. Well, what about Paul Walker and James Dean? Paul Walker. Yes, Paul Walker, the Fast and Furious actor, died in a horrific car crash on November 30th. So he died in a Porsche. He and Mm. a friend were driving really fast in a Porsche, and they were killed. He was very, very young and Ah. super beautiful, and just everybody loved him. And then, of course, we know what happened with James Dean. So... James Dean suffered a fatal car crash, but he was behind the wheel of his Porsche in 1955, and obviously he was drag racing, which is not what Paul was doing, but they were going very fast. But they both died in a horrible, fiery crash, obviously many, many, many years after each other, but super creepy that they would both die in a fiery crash in a Porsche. Yeah, two two artists with, you know, kind of like a certain image that was pretty similar. Yes. I mean, that, you know... Fast living, you know, uh, you know, the edgy guy, a rebel without a cause, and with you know the the racing, the fast, and all that stuff. So it, it's they have the same like persona, at least to that extent. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And I just I, I find it so striking. Now, if you just said, "Oh, drug overdose, drug overdose, drug overdose," you'd say, "Okay, well, Christina, of course they've all kind of died the same way." But that's it's it gets even creepier in different ways because Prince and Tom Petty also died in very similar ways. So they. Um, they had a painkiller addiction. Ah. Prince, because of his his knees and legs and stuff from all the jumping and stuff in 
in hills, huge, gigantic hills. So he was found dead, obviously, on April 21st, 2016, following an overdose of fentanyl. And Tom Petty um, was found on October 2nd, 2017, after he accidentally overdosed on a cocktail of drugs, including fentanyl. Yeah, it that them and uh, unintentional overdoses, no, none of the suicide stuff or anything, just unintentional, like Keith Ledger was probably the same thing. Yeah, it's a cocktail. You yeah. know, if you start mixing drugs, you don't know what interaction you're going to have. Yeah. So it's just a really weird... Again, I mean, two legends. I mean, there's no way I thought we would lose Tom Petty or that we would lose him to that. But again, when they have the addiction to fentanyl and then a cocktail is introduced or and if you think about it, it's the same sort of Michael Jackson thing, right? Who's going to tell a star no? Yeah, I mean, uh, self-medicating to that extent. I mean, with like <laughs> professional doctor level stuff where no real doctor would do it. That's right. You know, uh, I mean, it's one thing if they unintentional uh, OD on like the stuff your doctor gave you is one thing. Right. But when you start, you know, you start mixing up like Michael Jackson did. It's, uh, it's so sad because it, you have no idea. You really don't. Right. But then, you know, if, if you have a, a good doctor and I will tell you, you know, I have good doctors and any medications I take when I had my car accident in January, I went to go get checked out and they said, I'm going to give you muscle relaxers because my whole neck and stuff was messed up and they made sure that even my allegra didn't interact with my stuff and have me have some weird reaction i mean they're very careful about Yeah, they want to know everything you're taking right but if i'm a star and i say doc i'm so and so give me the stuff that i want they're probably going to give it to me and i'm not saying that doctors are scrupulous but they worry about you know the you know what they're going to say to other people i think is probably something at least it's a possibility when you right. got some money to throw at it exactly you know, I mean? you know and doc i'm not going to abuse it you know me you've yeah, known me for every, years yeah. you know everybody's not uh you know not that they do right i mean you that's know, right maybe they should be but i mean you're, you're going to find somebody who's going to do it right exactly well to your point heath ledger yeah heath ledger died on january 22nd 2008 after he overdosed on a mix of prescription meds so then, on July 13, 2013, Glee star Corey Monolith shocked the world when he, too, was found dead after overdosing on a mixture of substances. That was not prescription, though. Oh. I think that was a different story. So that's slightly different. But again, it's another cocktail of drugs. Yeah, thing. it's similar enough. I mean, yeah. Right. And I don't know if all of them were prescription or if some of them were, you know, obviously street drugs. It could definitely have been. But very, very tragic. Both very, very young. Super unexpected. And then... Horribly, Sam Cooke and Marvin Gaye. Oh, no. Yes. Legendary songwriters. Remember, we talked a little... Yes. Remember, we talked a little bit about how Sam Cooke died when we talked a few months back. He was shot by a hotel manager, Bertha Lee Franklin, in December 1964 at 33. She said it was in self-defense that he came in and attacked her. Yeah, we talked about that. But why, we don't know. And as we know... The Prince of Motown, Marvin Gaye, was shot by his own father just a day before his 45th birthday. And his father also didn't serve time for it. He served a suspended jail sentence instead. I'm assuming there was some mitigating factor like they thought Marvin Gaye was going to do something to him. Or, maybe. You know, yeah. Or maybe he he said, you know, allegedly, I think he was going to kill me. I think he was going to hurt me. He threatened yeah. me. I mean, Who knows? Yeah. I mean, to it's, not do any time? Yeah, you would have to really sell that one. It would have to be like pretty true you know absolutely i mean sometimes you gotta shoot somebody even your own kid but it's the worst possible thing god but, i hope you, you know. don't have to ever shoot your own kid. i mean I really imagine you know? uh john lennon gianni versace as we know unfortunately john lennon was killed in front of the dakota december 8th 1981 but gianni versace 
also, or Versace, however you say, he was also shot at close range on July 15th, 1997 in front of his house. Oh, wow. Gun down in front of your own home. Usually it doesn't happen there, obviously. Just brutal. And again, you know. Well, not for celebrities. No. Well, hopefully for nobody, but it does. It happens, but especially for celebrities. But I think that one remains unsolved, if I remember correctly, although obviously we have the killer of John Lennon. Little little good that does us, though, because he's gone. But very creepy how all these, they're very similar, you know, all these big star deaths. And some of them clearly could have been avoided or didn't have to happen. Then Janis Joplin and Amy Winehouse. Oh, yes. I know, right? Yes. So again, we're hearing the substance abuse, right? So incredibly talented singer Janis Joplin left us on October 4th, 1970, found dead in an L.A. hotel room, was an accidental overdose. Accidental. She took, um, she was drinking alcohol and took heroin so you never know when that's going to be a lethal combination i mean they're definitely not good for you but you definitely don't know so uh heroin and booze were no stranger to the poor amy winehouse who died of alcohol toxicity at her home on july 23rd 2011 they were both 27 wow so very creepy i find anyway yeah and then John Belushi and Chris Farley. They both came from SNL, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. I, I, w- I missed, I skipped out when for that whole era for like the last 30 years. Oh, very good, yeah. But um, as far as their deaths being similar, I believe it was uh, drugs again. Yeah, yeah, this time John Belushi, he overdosed on March 5th, 1982 after he injected a speedball, which is heroin and cocaine. Hmm. And then uh, Chris Farley... Um, he died after injecting a speedball, ah, December 18th, ah. 1997. So we lost them in almost exactly the same way, just years apart. Uh, two brilliant comedians, again, gone because of drugs. And, you know, when we think about it, I think it's an important thing to say that, you know, these people, yes, they have a disease, but a lot of people do these drugs when they're in these roles to keep going, yeah. to keep their stamina up, to stay awake, to to do a whole bunch of things, to be funny. Sometimes... A lot of people, and I know everyone says this because of the Robin Williams thing, but a lot of comedians are desperately sad people, are very, very depressed people. So we need to also, you know, kind of check in on our friends and check on on each other. If they're doing drugs, we still need to reach out to them and love them and hopefully help them through it because, you know, they're not just doing it usually for fun. They're doing it because they're under a lot of pressure. There's, you know, they have to keep up what they're doing. They have to keep that. And, uh... So I think that's why we lose a lot of them to drugs. And I think it's the same for musicians. It's very sad. The pressure is immeasurable. So Brittany Murphy and Corey Haim. Now, they were both child stars, but they both, I mean, everybody knew that they struggled with addiction. And she was found dead in her bathroom on December 20th, 2009, due to severe pneumonia, anemia, plus prescription and over-the-counter drugs as contributing factors. Oh, oh. That's pretty ugly. She was really, really young. And then Corey Haim, he was a child star of Lost Boys. Yeah. He died under similar circumstances from pneumonia and other heart-related problems on March 10th, 2010. So brutal. And they both died horribly similar situations, which I think is super creepy. And they're both child stars. And again, that pressure, they succumb to the pressure You know, all that kind of stuff. And I also wonder if part of it isn't also to stay thin, to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To, you know, to curb appetites, all those kinds of things that they have to worry about because they expect stars to be forever young. Yeah. And they, it it isn't all necessary, but they have so many things to do. It is life in the fast lane. It is. 
you know, when you're older, you know the wisdom would be to do anything but that. Yeah. But to deal with that in a way seems perfectly natural when you're probably when you're that young. Yeah. Well, and I wonder too how how much people are saying, "Hey, just try this; it'll yeah. totally keep you awake." Try this; I mean, it's it, a big deal. If only they would just uh, conform to state and local ordinances like us. You know? That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, all I do is what I have like a sixty-four ouncer of soda over there <laughs> and coffee. Well, we're in total. We're in total compliance. Total here. compliance. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, then Anthony Bourdain and who, Kate uh, Spade. I don't know who they are. Anthony Bourdain, the 61-year-old chef. just Oh, you know, oh him. I yeah, thinking, okay. Hmm. Uh-huh. He took his life in a hotel room in France on June 8th, 2018. He had a history of battling addiction and depression. Wow. As did Kate Spade. She was found dead in her Manhattan flat. She, too, battled depression and took her life. And she did it just three days before Bourdain. Wow. Bourdain, sorry. On June 5th, 2018. Wow. And just brutal. I mean, again, you know, it's hard for us when we look at it and go, they're at the top of the world. They're millionaires. They're traveling the world. With all of that, there's a big price you pay. Of course It's there not is. just easy. Yeah. So I think, you know, we forget how difficult it is. And then Michael Hutchins and David Carradine. Yes. Uh, this is the worst. Absolutely. It's just, uh, obviously, the iconic frontman of In Excess was found dead in a hotel room in Sydney on November 22nd, 1997. A cocktail of drugs and alcohol was found in his system, um, which led the coroner to believe that he had taken his own life. However, his girlfriend believed that he accidentally passed away from autoerotic asphyxia. Right. And then the same thing with David Carradine. June 3rd, tw- 2009, he was also found in a hotel room. Um, and he died of an asphyxiation after a sex act gone wrong. Folks, look, mm-hmm. I get it's nice to get off. I understand. However, that can seems, you just be traditional? Yeah, about that's it? a little. That's a little high risk. I, I mean, think. I mean, it's, especially if there's nobody there. Right. I mean, for if, heaven's sake. If you you're know, risking death, that's a little too much auto yeah. <laughs> in your auto erotica. You know? I agree. I'm just saying. I just, you know, maybe just look at. I'd say, you know, look into some other devices, maybe just not cutting off your air supply to any degree. Just, I'm just, it's just a word to the wise. It was, I remember when the second one happened, whoever I, it was, I was like, oh no, it must have been, I think it was Carradine. It was right? Carradine, Carradine yeah. yeah. And I mean, both of these guys are so great. Hutchins oh, was fabulous. Come on. And David Carradine was so good, honestly. I, I there was one critic that said when he did the uh, the Kill Bills, you know, yes. uh, Kill Bill 2, actually, he's only in the second Brilliant. one. Brilliant. I remember he was being told, you're not in the first one. It's like, it's named after me, but I'm not in it. Yes. Know? But one critic said that this guy is so good. I mean, he really, getting the right roles, he would have been another Harrison Ford. I absolutely. Mean, he absolutely. He's fantastic. He has incredible charisma on screen and power. I mean, he's, he's wonderful in this. But uh, it is, uh, I remember when he died, it was so shocking. And Hutchins, two so real awful. legends. You know? And again, in similar situations, and again, we have to look at the pressure and we have to look at what they're up against. Uh, you know what's so great about being us, though, honestly, is we don't have that. I mean, yes, it's good to have the crowds. It's good to have the money. It's good to have the backing. It's good to have the exposure. But think about it. We don't have all that uh, that pressure to deal with. And the off the disappointment, I mean, you end up in a fucking studio with Phil Spector waving a gun at you. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. I'm People out. are wanting to emasculate your work and all this stuff. I mean, there, it's a, there's a price to pay. That's exactly the pressure, right. the pace. Uh, but through the wonder of the interwebs, uh, we uh, indie artists are able to at least experience a semblance of that. It's true. So uh, th- we kind of have it made in a way. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not saying I'd say no to all of that. Maybe when I was a younger man, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I get trying to really, really make it. But you know, we, we we're really blessed in that way. Absolutely, and I think you know it's it's. 
it's interesting that you bring that up. And if I can just digress for a second, um, you know, I, we are not a we are not well known. Ascent is not well known or anything. But because we're we are always performing in the scene, people recognize us. People that I don't know. And there's something really cool about that and really scary about that because yeah. you can't go anywhere. I mean, if I go to any bar that I've ever performed at, they're like, oh, my God, are you playing tonight? I'm like, how do you even? Wow. How do you even know that? Or, hey, a sense in the house. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And that's like a taste like a just a tiny bit of what they must go through everywhere they but go but they're not writing dumb shit about you in the papers no and, and know, stalking me no they're not stalking you and everything and that's you know it's kind of yeah. good this way it's yeah. very good it's very it's cool but then you go ooh if that's just a taste yeah. I, I can't imagine what they go through uh, it's it's kind of cool that I go places and no, absolutely nobody knows that who I am at all but <laughs> um, still a few maybe yeah but um, it uh, it is cool I mean we're we're recording artists, as you know. We're too genteel to hawk our own wares much on the show, but we do each have a body of work that's out there for you to, uh, uh, which hopefully will en- enchant you without the aid of subliminals. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, no OTC other than, like, you know, I mean, if you need an occasional, like, Advil, I'm cool. I, I flat out use uh, subliminals right after a line where we don't use subliminals in one of my songs. <laughs> <laughs> and you can stream them on any platform, and, you know, we'd prefer you buy the CDs. You could always do that. Yeah, we have we but, have actual uh, CDs, which is, I know it's kind of a dinosaur thing, but, you know, physical media is still cool to have. Even if you can't play it, it's still cool to have. And, you know, all of us, our indie artists anyway, we do count on your, your merch, our merch sales to help us continue to tour and everything. That's right. And if you don't have a CD player, you really should look into becoming a real person and obtaining one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can stream us on any platform, really, well, ASNT, yeah. Ascent, or Professor B. Soup. Uh, if, but uh, we'd prefer you buy the CDs. But if you, you're willing to settle for Sucky Sound, you can stream us. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Well, finally, I mean, that's a little digression, but uh, finally, just a couple more Red Fox and Tommy Cooper. No way. Not only were they both comedians, but they also died in a similar fashion. Fox died on October 11, 1991 of a heart attack while rehearsing a performance on set. And the British comedian Tommy Cooper had a heart attack on April 15, 1984 during a performance at Her Majesty's Theater in London. Wow. So very, very similar deaths as well. And uh, finally, the last two, Dorothy Stratton and Phil Hartman. The Playboy Playmate was shot by her husband, Paul Snyder, who then killed himself. Yeah, Star 80. Yeah. And died on August 14th, 1980. And then Phil Hartman, as we know, was famously killed by his wife. You know, I forgot about that. I knew Phil Hartman died not that long ago. Yeah. I forgot it was his wife who did not That happens sometimes. I mean, you think about, I mean, you got uh, <clears throat> you got uh, Felix Papillardi killed by his wife, uh, Kurt Cobain, just kidding. Um, oh just kidding. But you know what's really macabre about that is Red Fox on Sanford and Son, what was he always doing? He's always trying to get sympathy and get people love us back by walking around with his hand who says, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, I'm coming. He would fake I the heart know. attack. That was one of his favorite so bits creepy. on the show, that he dies like that is awful. And Belushi, this is a little creepy too, that uh, there was a sketch back in the original, not ready for primetime players, uh, when SNL started, of uh, him walking through the not ready for primetime graveyard. Oh, wow. And he was the last, according to the sketch, he was made up to look old. He was the last survivor of the original not, uh, not ready for primetime players. Wow. Talking about why, uh, what happened to each of them and why he survived. Because he's a dancer, he says. Uh, but he was actually the first one to go. That was pretty sad. Yeah. Wow, that is really yeah. sad. Well, you know, I think it's important to, to talk about some of these weird similarities. Because I think a lot of them are caused, there's a cause behind them. And I don't think the cause is always depression or always addiction. I think it's pressure. 
I think it's a need to to continue to do what you're doing or look a certain way or perform a certain way um, with a certain level of regularity. And I think that does push people to the edge. And I, you know, I always say if you're getting close to that edge and you're starting to kind of dip your toe in fame and it starts to feel not right, it's better to pull back mm-hmm. than to go forward and potentially lose your life. A number of people have done that. Yeah. They got in, it got too fast, it was too intense, and they and they just backed out. Yeah, you know? yeah. and that's good because mm-hmm. they may have saved their lives. Yep. So on that slightly down note, but very interesting, I think it's very interesting to see how many people we have lost in very similar ways that you may not have known. So I found it very interesting. That only leaves for you to say... Let's fly this coop. This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio.